0: Welcome to the TPS5 for the week of April 20th. TPS5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital healthcare news as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Our lead story is from Axios, who provides an exclusive look at Mary Meeker's coronavirus report. Bond Capital is a Silicon Valley VC firm whose portfolio companies include Slack and Uber. And Bond's best-known partner, Mary Meeker, is a former bank analyst renowned for her annual Internet Trends Report, which many investors and entrepreneurs use as a touchstone for where technology is now and where it's going. In this 28-page report, they shared that the coronavirus's high-speed spread and impact has similarities to the devastating San Francisco earthquake of 1906. Here are a few of their new findings. Not surprisingly, businesses that are doing the best in this current crisis are internet-based companies that tend to sell products and services that are always in need, easily found online, and also have a good social media presence. Those dynamics are at work for restaurants, stores, online education, health providers, and software companies. Many of these offline to online trends have been in place for a while, the report says. COVID 19 just accelerated them. Two notable observations were related to healthcare. The first is that our healthcare delivery system in the US hasn't really transformed as much as you would think since the Spanish flu outbreak of 1918. Technology and innovation have had a little impact on the primary care patient journey. That is, patients delivering symptoms, they visit the doctor's office, the doctor diagnoses, and then tends to send the patients home, usually under watch and wait, and then either the patient recovers or escalates to the emergency room. And that pattern hasn't changed much in 100 years. The second finding is that the industry is awash in data, but lacks connectivity and insight. In the early days of the COVID-19 crisis, federal and state healthcare officials were exchanging spreadsheets to manually track utilization and capacity in hospitals. And because that data wasn't connected, public health officials were relying on theoretical exponential models that proved to be wildly sensitive to small changes in the theoretical assumptions. Despite decades of investments in electronic health records, there remains hundreds of dark, unconnected pools of healthcare data. Even when the data is available, providers are overwhelmed by the workload and the sheer volume, and therefore are not getting the benefits they would expect from digitization. So some of the trends for healthcare innovation, which are already underway, are only accelerating due to COVID-19 as we continue to push to decentralize medicine away from hospitals and empower patients as consumers. Obviously, telemedicine is faster and it often delivers better quality. It's almost always cheaper than traditionally delivered systems and has already advanced rapidly in recent years. Internet-connected monitoring devices, when deployed alongside telemedicine, can also enhance efficacy and help produce better outcomes across the clinical spectrum, ranging from chronic and infectious diseases. Also, molecular testing has not made it to the home or really even into the physician's office yet, even though the underlying technology to perform rapid and accurate molecular diagnostics has been around for a decade or more. The report states that it's time to expect the iPhone equivalent of diagnostics, and there are a number of technology companies making great progress on that vision. COVID-19 is a reminder that regulatory and reimbursement paradigms need to shift from being an impediment to an incentive for such innovation. Other findings for the healthcare segment include healthcare is just beginning to embrace the modern data architecture of interoperability and APIs, and in the COVID-19 environment, the pressure to connect these systems is greater than ever. We need to expect innovative companies, together with government support, to accelerate connectivity without the intensive integration requirements of past attempts. Lastly, applying automation and artificial intelligence in healthcare is a reminder that our healthcare labor resources are already stretched thin. Automation will continue to make inroads in healthcare to reduce workload and improve the quality of data capture. And applying vertical artificial intelligence is just the beginning to be paired with abundant EHR data to drive the right insights to the right providers at the right time to reduce workload and improve the quality of data capture. This detailed report, which is available via the link in the show notes, concludes by stating we are optimists and believe there is hope on the other side of despair. We need government, business, and entrepreneurial intervention at scale deployed logically and effectively to get us to the other side. And now other headlines from this week eMarketer featured an article entitled Three Notable Differences in Digital Advertising Between the Last Recession and Now, comparing takeaways from the recession of 2007-2008 to now. The biggest difference they found is that digital advertising is no longer a minor portion of total media ad spending, and it's also no longer playing serious catch-up in ad spending versus time spent. It now represents a substantial chunk of budgets. Companies, mostly, no longer commit to long-term digital ad budgets in advance, and that's a significant change from 2007 to 2008. mHealth Intelligence published a report that indicates a group of lawmakers is urging CMS to expand mHealth coverage for mental health services during the coronavirus pandemic by allowing Medicare patients to use audio-only phone platforms to talk to their care providers. With telehealth services being the only way millions of Americans have access to mental health services during the COVID-19 pandemic, it's imperative that CMS immediately acts to expand coverage to these services, said U.S. Representative John Katko. Michael Wolmering published an article on LinkedIn about deploying a health system AI center of excellence. He states that healthcare leaders reported that their organization will invest an average of $39.7 million in AI technology over the next five years. Artificial intelligence is critical for improving patient outcomes and reducing costs, he writes, and then outlines ways health systems can segment potential AI initiatives into key focus areas and prioritize areas against business strategies that will help set health systems up for positive outcomes. And lastly, in this week's Touchpoint podcast, we discuss the role of misinformation in responding to a public health crisis, how the technology companies are struggling to manage misinformation, and then feature an interview with John Brownlee of VidScript, who shares ways physicians can create authoritative health content to share with patients online. That's it for the TPS5. If you like the latest in healthcare news and want it in a readable format delivered to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to our e-newsletter, the TPS report, which is available on Touchpoint Media's website, touchpoint.health. Plus, you can learn more about all of our podcasts. For those that can, please stay home. And for those essential frontline workers, doctors, nurses, support staff, grocery and supply chain workers, we thank you for your service and helping us in this time of crisis. Let's not forsake our roles in this public health crisis in a rush to open the economy. Stay safe. Talk to you next week.